Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a big show on the radio. All right. Uh, I saw you Googling over uh, there, Randy. Damn you, Google. <laughs> Actually, it says the results are, and this is from National Geographic. It's a trusted site. By so. the way, if you're just tuning in, we were talking about tomatoes, whether they're a fruit or vegetable. Yeah. One of those yeah. sidebars on John Boy Jeopardy. Okay, right. now take right. it. What so technically it says, to a botanist, a fruit is an entity that develops from the fertilized ovary of a flower. What does religion got to do with it? I don't know. This means that tomatoes, squash, pumpkins, cucumbers, peppers, eggplants, zucchini, corn, kernels, and beans and bean pods are all fruits. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. So, so are, of course, apples, pears, peaches. I think we got that part, but... That's yeah. what you said last time. <laughs> <laughs> I consider it a vegetable. Stay tuned. Coming later, what is a lagoon? <laughs> I think somebody needs to give an apology. I did. That's as close as I get to saying I was wrong. <laughs> I don't know what to eat now. Thursday, March the 9th. Look at us all in here, wide awake and everything. John Boy and Billy. There's Pillars. Yeah. Hey. Tater. Good to see you. Good to see you, baby doll. Randy. Jackie. And Andy behind the glass. Yay. Hey, it's you, um, John Boy. That's right. Thank this little spokes kid for the John Boy Billy little urban achievers. Y'all learned anything yesterday? That's not very nice. That might be a yes. I'm not sure. 
All right, then, let's see what kind of national days we got going on. So we do to start every show. See if you want to participate in this great nation of ours. Like, it's Barbie Day. All right, we're just celebrating something about Barbies because we found all the Barbie dolls we had over the years. But okay, we used them up. <laughs> uh, it's National Get Over It Day. Okay, that might help later on. National Crab Meat Day. Oh, yeah. Like some crab meat. We, we started watching My Name is Earl. Uh-huh. Again, it's on one of the streaming services. It is It is still a great show. The reason it, it popped in my head is you said crab meat. Crab Man. Hey, Crab Man. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> character ever. I mean, he's really funny. Yeah, that was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. Like this. All right. So Randy's going to celebrate Crab Man, mm-hmm. and it's National Meatball Day. All right, meatballs. All right, then. I don't guess the wave's going to break out here any day, so we'll just so we got three dates in history saved up. That'll be important where we get our category. So we're awake. Let's stay right here. Uh, we'll get our first prize back out and play. Big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, John Boy and Billy the gang with you. Early Thursday morning, first prize pack to play for. We got two great board games from the Op Games. If you're looking for an easy, fun party game for all ages, Blank Slate is the game for you. And Telestration After Dark, the telephone game all grown up. Three dates in history where we get our categories. Here we go. Think along with us. 1977, the FDA announced that it wanted to ban saccharin. As an artificial sweetener, claimed the compound caused cancer. However, irate saccharin-loving consumers went after the FDA with pitchforks and the agency caved in on the saccharin ban, allowing it to be sold with a warning label. So what's the deal? That was 77. Did we find out anything? I think the original... Uh, thought was maybe overblown a little bit, yeah. as it turns out. Right. Some, can, something about the studies they did were flawed or something like that. I so, think uh, Sweet and Low is still saccharin, but... Um, what about Splenda? Splenda is Splenda. The, the ones I see in the gas station, yeah, is any mm-hmm. one of them bad for you? Splenda. Yeah, they're all... I mean, they, there are theories that all of them are yeah. bad for you. You're Actually, better yeah. off just using sugar. Mm-hmm. But. Everybody trying to get everybody off sugar all these years. So sugar, it turns out, just the natural things are the best for you. It's like I, when I, they oh. tried to stamp out eggs a few yeah, years right. ago, yeah. and then all of a sudden the commercials, <laughs> the incredible edible egg, and they're wonderful. <laughs> now, well, I make up ba- your mind. I, I do need to back you up. Sugar is not good for you, period, and it's uh-huh. not it's not the best thing for you as you as you illustrate. But it's right. awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> but... Okay. Yeah. So, so just drink your no coffee winning. black. Yeah. And don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. All right well, let's move up to nineteen eighty-seven. Eight hundred builders on Mahashuri Beach in Iwashikaki, Japan. Not even close <laughs> on either one. But wow. Keep going. <laughs> well, they completed history's largest piece of furniture over there, trying to get people mm-hmm. to notice them. It's a bench, 1,512 feet long that seats 1,400 people. Now, wow. how do you know it's history's largest piece <laughs> well, of furniture? Well, look at it, man. Move up to 2012. The wife of a man in the U.S. state of Washington uncovered her husband's bigamy after a Facebook feature exposed her to her husband's other wife. So here's what happened. The second wife was featured in the People You May Know section of the woman's Facebook feed. (laughs) That pops up and the couple had been estranged but not legally divorced. And the woman saw wedding pictures of her husband and his new wife on the social networking site. Mm. 
So it ended happily, I guess, when they friended each other. Right, right, right. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. There's our three categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. As you told Freeline, we play Outbursts next. Big show on the radio for you, March the 9th. Video of the day, Eddie is not a morning dog. (laughs) Check out Eddie. If you were a dog, this would be John Dog. (laughs) There it is at thebigshow.com with Arlen Joy. And right now, good night Thursday. Winning again. Outburst. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy. Give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Michael from Johnson City, Tennessee. We'll have a Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Welcome. Come on in now. One of our favorite spots in the volunteer state. Yeah, buddy, let's get you through these categories. You ready to go? I am. In five seconds. Ooh. All right. Might be tough. I don't know. So what you got? Three things known to cause cancer. Ready? Go. Tobacco. Too much sun and processed meat. Well, Really? Processed meat. And look how you had to find out. Wow. Yeah, processed foods. Uh, Is that it? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, thank you, Michael. We're learning some. I I, I didn't think we really would. (laughs) But they're awesome. (laughs) That's good. All right, Michael, here we go. Now, three pieces of furniture. Ready to go. A table, a chair. <laughs> he said couch, table, chair. Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't I missed one of them there. Yeah. I was wondering if, if he got cancer deal and missed out <laughs> yeah. on furniture, I was going to be too impressed. All right, Michael. <laughs> You're live for the win. Three things you see on Facebook. Ready to go. Uh, pictures of food, family, and friends. Yeah, you said pictures of feet? I guess you did. Food. food. No, I think that's a different food. website. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have seen feet on there before. You're thinking of foot book. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, we are sending you two great board games from the Op Games of Johnson City. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. 20 minutes away, listening in to part-time receptionist Phil McCracken. And we got a time capsule digging up on the other side. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. 
South's number one export. What's up, y'all fools in here trying to carry out? I'm trying to do my business. <laughs> Jackie, go see if you can find that boy for me. He's over there climbing around on someone like she the monkey bars or something. <laughs> Welcome to Axe Ike, the man with all the 411 you need to handle all them, what you might call, interspersonal relationships. Nah, 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 dig this. Uh, dear Ike, that me. I need to get some 411 on how to get involved with a good-looking woman. I work two jobs, which makes it seem next to impossible to find time to look for a woman. Now, when I was in high school, it was easy for me. Now, a few years after, I'm having the hardest time trying to hook up with a woman. Does you have any advice for me as how I can find someone? Is there any hope for me? I'm sure many of your expertise can help out. <laughs> he punching the right button. <laughs> Sincerely, Adam Wayford. Brother Adam, although you don't have the benefits of uh, being a living legend of love like I hear on sale, women's ain't never too hard to come by, even for dudes like you. And while it's never easy to find that certain woman, it is certain you can find an easy woman. <laughs> ain't that right, Thicky Bear? Let me preach on it. You say you had no trouble getting the hook up when you was in high school. Dude, nobody did. <laughs> what with all them moans floating around all over the place? Them what you call hormones and Sonny and Sharon moans and them testiverdia moans? Man, all that love stinking up the air, you get the hook up just sitting in detention. <laughs> Ask me how I know. <laughs> But nowadays, you so busy working two jobs, you ain't got time to look for a woman? Two jobs? What is you, Jamaican? <laughs> Brother, there ain't no sense in you doing everything. <laughs> you trying to tell like there ain't no women's working where you working? What you doing, man? Working in a church like one of them uh, minor statuaries with all them monkeys chanting all over the place? Man, there's women everywhere. And by working two jobs, you should be doubling your chances, my brother. <laughs> now, 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 hopefully you is working a night job. Now, see, this makes it a whole lot easier to work in some hacky-packy on the boss's back. <laughs> see, some of the hottest, most freakiest women on the planet wakes at night. They like a race of wild-loving hoochie-mama vampires. Man, they is everywhere. This is especially true in warehouses, whole houses and all night pancake houses. And while it's true some is hot, some is not. So getting busy after dark, or not urinally in scientific terms, <laughs> makes it a whole lot easier to satisfy your animal urges if your hoe don't win place or show you did. If all else fails, my brother, you get you a job in one of them high-end shoe stores. You'll find plenty of fine-looking women. Hone your skills as a player. And if them low-down skankies give you that trifling attitude, at least you'll be in the right place to offer them that two-for-one foot-in-booty sale. <laughs> this is Ike. Peace out. Patrick! <laughs>
If you would like to ask Ike, mail to Ask Ike, 801 Woodridge Center Drive, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28217. Patrick, you going to make me give some of that DNA <laughs> John Boy and Billy. Listen to the whip-wing rhythm of the woodwinds as it wolds a wound and a wound, and it comes out here. Morning Radio, done right. <laughs> Good Thursday morning, big shows on the radio. See Phil McCracken coming in. Turn the microphone on out front. Being gay in the world today is really not so hot. <laughs> Nosy people asking you what private parts you've got. Lord, I'd like to run away. I really want to go where everybody else is gay. <laughs> There's no straight dudes in the way. I want to be in a pastel sea where string songs rule the day. I want to go where every single person's gay. But who wants to live in San Francisco? Too many hills and I dread the smell of urine. Oh, hello, Babs, my angel. Busy packing things up, I see. Isn't it exciting? A new adventure? I can't wait to see the new space. So, you need any moving boxes? What's that? You you prefer the ones that stay still. <laughs> ah, well, there's that. Here, use these. They don't move. How do I know? I bought them at the stationery store. <laughs> of course you get it. Probably more than me, truth be told. But listen... There's no time to sit around on that perfect patootie. We've got errands to run, miss. So why don't you go tinkle so you don't sprinkle? Now off you go. Go on. Nope. Other way. Nope. That's that's the wall again. No, other way. There you go. Little further. Little further. Little further. Not too far. That's the ficus. Nope, that's it. And she's gone. Sigh. Once she asked, she asked me what IDK stood for. I said, I don't know. She said, OMG, nobody does. <laughs> John Boy, make sure Phil's speaking. I'm going to help you. Oh, hello, Aberdasher. <laughs> yes, I know that's not your name. Yeah, I, I, I know it's Richard. No, 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 I'm not going to call you Dick. I already called too many people that. <laughs> What's the address of the new studio? I'll tell you what. I'll text it to you. Here you go. I'll see you there. Have fun at the waste treatment plant. <laughs> John Boy Billy, big show, Phil's being out. May I help you? Oh, hello, ass. Tro nerd. <laughs> Before you ask, I'm not telling you where the new location is. Randy's orders. Oh, you want to know if I had any good jokes? Ugh. Well, you know what? I do. Have you got a pen? Okay, here goes. What did the gay part time receptionist say to the astronomer? <laughs> You know he won't get it. <laughs> John Boy and Billy Big Show, Phil speaking. I'm going to help you. That was the punchline, you idiot. I knew it. 
Jumbo Billy, big show, Phil speaking. I'm going to help you. Oh, Marcel. Oh, just doing the last minute packing and toting. They really accumulated a lot. Shut up, Pearl. Aunt Phil is on the phone. That dog. Boy, these guys really accumulated a lot over the years. Anything interesting? Well, let's see. Mr. Pillars had some giant comedy underwear, googly eye glasses, <laughs> fake buck teeth, wrestling mask. You know, all the stuff that works so well on the radio. <laughs> Tater had a collection of old bras and uh, several unused hairbrushes. Jackie had a copy of Idiot's Guide to Acting White. <laughs> Who knew she could read? <laughs> Randy was interesting. Imagine an episode of Hoarders where the person has OCD. Let's see. Andy behind the glass had a hedge trimmer. Well, I didn't get it either until I day I walked in on him using it to thin his body hair. Oh, it's impressive. Billy travels light. I think he packed a hat. But John Boy was the gem. Well, first of all, he spent the last year mailing most of the crap in his office to quote-unquote lucky listeners. <laughs> hey, here's the case you've expired. Yoo-hoo, you're welcome. I can't do the voice. Don't you get it? Did he, did he pack his own stuff? <laughs> to quote a white wise man, <laughs> Is that a serious question? What Jackie and Tater didn't get, he called in some of the beefers from Booger Branch to load up the rest. Oh, the usual stuff. You and the old grill, framed tutu, pictures off the wall. And just like the Grinch on the way out, he cleaned out the goodie closet. Honestly, it was slightly terrifying, just the way he he, 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 he giggled while he was doing it. It was a little bit unnerving. But I pulled a fast one on him. I took some of those Danish and put it in my drawer right here. Son of a... <laughs> They're gone. He got me. Oh, oh, here comes little Miss Mensa. I have to go. I'll see you tonight. And Marcel, dust. There she is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, sister. What's wrong? You, you found a suitcase down the hall? Yes. And there were three foxes in it? Oh, my stars and garters. Were they moving? You don't know, but that would explain the suitcase. Oh, me head. Unpack the BC powders. To the Mini Cooper! Carry on, straight people! All right, yeah. hey, wait a minute. Uh, quick question about the old hair, hair, hair pods. <laughs> you definitely got pods. yours on Facebook. <laughs> hair pod, do you, you talk? I thought that's just that they're in your ears. Yeah, they are, are. But they also have a microphone built in. You can actually take calls. Yeah, sure. And, and a microphone in your ear? Yeah. So, yes. well, well, no wonder you can't hear what you, what you say. If you got a microphone in your ear... It's supposed to be in your mouth. Now, Mr. Isley, there are men <laughs> orbiting the planet now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so basically, moments. welcome okay. to 1994. So I don't think the Apple people are sitting there slapping their forehead. <laughs> what were we thinking? <laughs> so it's been like this for a while, I yeah, guess. Yeah, what yeah. Tell yeah. yeah, we don't we don't look at people strange now when they just kind of walk around talking. No, and you don't know I mean, who they're right. talking well, to. Well, 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 I, well I, I got some cool. I know what you're saying. You gave me for my was it my birthday? Yes. Uh-huh. That you gave me some cool. Things that go in your ear that is noise canceling, canceling. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. So when they shoot, you know, shoot a lot of guns, it dampens so the sound. Yeah, so right. it, it stops it. And then you know, now all, all these years with my high headphones, I'm about half deaf. So and it, it like illuminates, amplifies, amplifies. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so I'm familiar with the amplification 
and the cutting off right quick when there's a loud noise. Yes. And, and so thing. you know those hearing aids that uh -huh. you have? Those have microphones in them, too. That's how you hear. Get out of the way. <laughs> I think we need to get him a set of those noise counseling headphones. <laughs> you can even talk on the phone with your hearing aids. <laughs> you can. I could use some little updates. <laughs> Look how you got to find out. All right, I'm good now. Thank you. Good morning. This is Big Show on the radio for you Thursday, March the 9th. I just finished up a big trial down in South Carolina with the Murdoch dude. And then there was a big old trial going on in 1995. Yeah, that was the OJ trial. It was on this date, 95. Mark Furman took the stand. But uh, they, they berated him enough to get it down there. They got the, you think, you know, you see somebody guilty out. Sorry, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was he was panamining the crime. <laughs> yeah, got carried away. Well, anyway, That's the actor in the man. <laughs> by the way, Taylor said we've been in these studios for 24 years. I've been thinking it was 22 years. I was looking at my wonderful things we're giving away. This is the last week here, and I'm getting off. Yeah, so 24 years. We are. Well, you've seen some of the wonderful things that I've kept. But here's something that comes in handy on this date in history. One more set to go. Who wants it? The juice is loose. The trial of the century is now the action play set of the year. It's the O.J. Simpson collection from Playco. You're finished, Simpson. This time we're going to nail you once and for all. That's what you think. The juice and AC take off in O.J.'s white Bronco, featuring realistic blood droplets and cellular telephone that really works. <laughs> Tell those cops to back off. He got a gun to his head. The final battle is about to begin in the L.A. court room playset includes Judge Ito with Kung Fu Grip. How do you bleed, Simpson? 100% not guilty. Collect all 247 courtroom figures, the complete lineups for the prosecution and defense. Is the juice unjustly accused or a cold-blooded murderer? You decide with the O.J. Simpson collection. It's killer. White Bronco, Redwood Action Mansion, and L.A. courtroom playset each sold separately from Toyco. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. Somebody will win a bull snot prize pack. That's $120 worth of bull snot cleaning products made in the USA. Truck drivers keep America moving in bull snot. Make sure they look good doing it. Look for bull snot at truck stops across America or brownox.com. Click on that bull snot banner at thebigshow.com. All right. Astro Nerd, don't worry. He's not going to do comedy. Ran across an extra copy of this song. Who wants it? <laughs> Yo, DJ ET. Let's kick it. Space, space, baby. Space, space, baby. All right, stop. 
shut your hole and listen. The nerd is back with a new transition. The stars above are all shining brightly. All my rhymes be vibing tightly. Will I ever stop? Yo, hell no. My star's so bright that I glow. Pluto ain't a planet, it's just science. Don't argue, fool, I demand compliance. Staring about Orion's belt. Who cut the cheese? I'm the one who dealt. Paint this, I found a black hole. You can't do that, fool, know your role. When it comes to the cosmos, I don't play. I even know how much the moon weighs. These are the facts, try to absorb it. Don't hassle me while I'm in orbit. Space, space, baby. In outer space, space, baby. In outer space, space, baby. Bet you didn't know it. A spaceman like Kirk and Spock can't keep Uhura off my jock. Star parties give me a thrill. Gonna show them bitches my skill. The new frontier is my destination. I like to take eclipse vacations. Go on and laugh. Tee hee hee. When the Martians land, they'll talk to me. They'll all shake my hand. Dig my IQ in Martian. Say damn. Astronomy's my superpower. Laying down knowledge like a meteor shower. If you're a fan, then throw them hands up. Stick around later. I might do stand-up. Face, face, baby. Yo, space hoes, let's get out of here. Word to your Klingon. Space, space, baby, you heard. Space, space, baby, you heard. You heard. Space, space, baby, you heard. You heard. Space, space, baby, you heard. You heard. Yo, nerd, I out. <laughs> Not as bad as we thought it was going to be. Good work. All right. Not that terrible. Good job, Astro. All right. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy for the big old bull snot prize pack. Review yesterday's question. We said coincidence. Well, due to numerous overdue scheduling deadlines, along with the media's overhyped expectations, this famous ship was never christened before going to sea. The Titanic. Titanic. Mm -hmm. Yes, it. All right. It might have been the curse. Okay. Bad luck. <laughs> okay. You want me to describe what happened? Yeah, we learned even, an iceberg was I'm involved I'm not even yesterday. making eye contact okay. with you. Okay. Well, funny. let's go with today's John Boy Jeopardy. <laughs> Put her there, pal. Worldwide. This is the most common greeting practice. Uh, what is, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> what y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Good Thursday morning. Big Show is on the radio. And our video of the day, see Eddie, he is not a morning dog. <laughs> Check it out when you visit thebigshow.com. And, yeah, okay, tomorrow we give away my wonderful things. Give away number 57 of the week. Check it out. A gnome statuette of Kimball Walker when he was with the Charlotte Bobcats in the box. That was from 2014. And I found an improperly stored, unauthorized version of the photo used to promote the inaugural running of the Winston All-Star Race, 1985, Charlotte Motor Speedway. 
Are we, are we at the part of your your stash of wonderful things where stuff starts leaking out or we might need to evacuate the building? Oh, yeah. No. Cookie was packing up. She found a, a rubber chicken that had deteriorated. I saw that. I said, you know, you've been doing comedy in a place a long time when the rubber chicken on the property has got dry rot. She, she Cookie went to found it. my rubber chicken. I've been looking for that. I don't know. It deteriorated. She went to pick it up and it gooed in her hand. Oh, no, it was awful. I don't think this improperly stored photograph is going to kill you. This is kind of flaking off a little yeah, bit. A little right. bit yeah. You can view it and register to win it at thebigshow.com. Okay. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's John Tiffany. And now your host, he's not a morning dog either, but he does drag his butt across the carpet in the lobby every day anyway. Oh, yeah. He's John Moore. Go by Billy Pearl. Let's <laughs> say hey to Brian out of Wellsburg, West Virginia. Good morning, Brian. Hey, how's it going, John Boy? Good morning. Hey, buddy, we all good. Welcome in here. You first up, let's see what you got. We say, put her there, pal, worldwide. This is the most common greeting practice. Um, I gave her my one answer. Can I change it? Uh, yes, yeah. always. You've I've had not heard it. I think we're going to say hello. Say, okay. Well, Brian says, say hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. All right, I gotta ask you, what was your first answer that you gave Jackie? Uh, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and he thought that's no good. I, that's that's awesome. that. I, I apologize. He definitely did not Google I know it. No, he did. <laughs> All right, Brown, you didn't win, but you've won Randy's respect. So that's congratulations, right. buddy. You, you lost honestly. <laughs> we appreciate well, it. Right, man, you have a great day. Uh, all right. See you yeah, later, bye. Dad, boo-boo. That's the most common. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. All right, let's say hey to Ted at a Turbville, South Carolina. Is that right, Ted? Yes, sir. Good morning, guys. How about hey. you? All right. Good morning. All right, Ted, we know it's not hello or, or how's it going. How's it going? <laughs> what is the most God. common greeting practice in the world? Well, guys, I think we're going to have to go with a kiss. Okay, wow. Is it a kiss? I was thinking about Rayford and shaking hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss, that's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But there's some ugly people in the world. Yeah. All right, right, Ted, way to go, buddy. Big old bull snot prize pack. Head down Turbville for you. Thank you very much, guys. The longtime fan, I can assure you. So. Awesome, bud. We're glad you made it in here. Won your prize pack, Ted. Thank you, sir. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. All right, man, hold on, Ted. You still there, buddy? Yes, sir. Hey, man. So Jackie tells me you got a you got a son in the car with you. Yeah, he's a big fan too, and he he wants to make a request. Okay, that's All what right. you said. All right, hello. How are you? Hey, hey. good. Who is this? This is Turtle. Tone? Turtle. Turtle. Turtle? Yeah. Hey, Turtle, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I remember the first time I listened to the show, I heard a moo, and I was wondering if I could get my moo. (laughs) Well, 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 first let's find out, Turtle. So when was the first time you listened to the show? I guess you were were with your dad in the car. Yes, sir. Every day taking him to school. It was about a year ago. 
MK, all right, good deal, man. So you heard somebody get a moo, and you wanted your moo. Yes, sir. Well, we can take care of that. <laughs> was it everything you. you dreamed of? It was. All right, good daddy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, right. Good daddy, Ted. You bringing up Turtle right there, buddy. Thank you, guys. All right, y'all be safe. Hang on, Jackie, get your info. We'll Send you all your prize pack. All right. I like turtles. a big show on the radio. Well, I shouldn't have kind of bragged on Astro Nerd's Space Space Baby song a little bit ago. Oh, but, uh, you know, he's got another one about the star party. So, okay, no. If this keeps him from doing comedy for a while, I think it's worth it, y'all. Let's, let's do it. Astro Nerd sings again. It was quiet. 
turn this mother out If you like boring hobbies then Astronomy's far out It's a big show on the radio rolling through your Thursday. All right, here's a call. Let's not keep him waiting. He has a tendency to get mad. You know. <laughs> uh, good morning, big show. Come on, Billy. Yo. Mad Max here. It, did you say Mad Max's ear? No, no, no. no. I, I, I said Mad Max here, you idiot. <laughs> what was that last part? <laughs> you are you ready to ask me? Oh, yeah. All yeah. right, go ahead. How's it going? How you think it's going? <laughs> I'm madder than a speckled pup. Wait, that's how cute I am. <laughs> anyway, boys, today's call is a follow-up to my recent manifesto on people that want to back up into every parking space since they got a car with a backup camera. Oh, well, the cameras were supposed to reduce the 20% of car accidents that happen in parking lots. How's that working? Not too good. <laughs> People that can barely drive a car forwards are now trying to execute precision parking maneuvers backwards. Well, thanks to America's new breed of parking space backer-uppers, the rearview camera is not a solution to a problem. It's the beginning of a whole new problem. I have yet to hear a good argument for this back-into-the-space idea. But that didn't stop a few folks from trying to make one. And I'd like to share a few of them right quick. As usual, the names have been changed to protect the ignorant. <laughs> Argument number one comes from Joe Tahoe, who says, Dear Max, you're wrong about the parking lot thing. Backing into a space is better because it eliminates the blind spot when you pull out to leave. Dear Joe, no, it don't. <laughs> it just moves the blind spot from the departure part of your trip to the arrival part. Now, if you suck it backing up, you're going to suck whether you do it at the beginning or the end. Argument number two, Frank Lee Wrong says, hey Max, it's not that hard. Here's a link to my YouTube video that explains how backing into a space is better. Well, Frank, I clicked on your link, but I didn't watch your little movie. Know why? Because it's eight and a half minutes long. <laughs> if it takes you that long to explain a simple process, either you suck at explaining or it ain't as simple as you think it is. And Larry Listmaker sent me a five-step guide to backing into a parking space. He lost me at step number one. Pull two car lengths past the space you want to back into. That's a great plan, Larry. If you're in a parking lot at the Astrodome at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, <laughs> but in a real-world parking lot, mm -hmm. there's a good chance there's somebody behind you, and it might be me. And if you're two car lengths past the space, I'm going to assume you're not interested in that space. <laughs> right. Now, if you start backing up, 
All you're going to see on your little camera is me honking the horn with one hand and giving you the finger with the other. If you back up and hit my truck, the only thing your commitment to safety is going to get you is a trip to the emergency room. And when they say, what happened? You're going to say, I don't know. The last thing I remember is some guy hollering, my big old butt. <laughs> you want a five-step parking plan? Well, here it is. <laughs> Step one, pull straight in the space like a non-idiot. <laughs> Step two, go in the store and get your crap. <laughs> Step three, come out and get in your car. Step four, go home. Step five, quit ruining my life. John Boy and Billy, y'all have a nice day. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What? Go, go now? Go now? Okay. Good morning. Stan Higgins here. Nothing makes my day like a chance to pop in on John Boy and Billy here on the big show. But I don't come here just to see them. I'm not a gay. I come here for the eye candy. Babs, Jackie, and Thater. And Daddy's got a sweet tooth. How was that? 
Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. Uh, last week here in our studios that we've been in for 24 years before we moved down the road a little bit. And, uh, of course, yeah, going through hey, some says, stuff. Move down the road a little bit. We're still going to do the show. We're still going to be doing it from a different place. That's right. Yeah, yeah. down the road a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, right. All right. So, yeah, so I got through found this stuff like Astronaut songs. Got with a dad. Uh, OJ, yeah, it was this date in history talking about that in the place. Uh, oh, look. Oh, Pinkard and Bowden song that was a hit back in 1995. Don't worry, I'm only going to give it away as soon as I play it. <laughs> All right, here we go, boys. On the wrong summer's evening, and a Bronco bound for Brentwood, Big Al and the Mangler. Went going for a drive Then the cops started to hound them And the TV choppers found them But they just could not surround them They were doing 45 Well, the cameras kept on rolling Completely in the darkness The mangler finally gave up but he said he ain't the one Well, I thought that this was mishandled And so I changed the channel Only to find out the news Preempted naked gun <laughs> You got know when to grab them Know when to stab them Know when Nicole is dead and then go get Ron. You never cut your finger, or the DNA will get you. Did you leave your limo waiting while the deed was done? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Excitement. <laughs> now the prosecution's squirming about an officer named Furman. Will his testimony hurt their case? That's Marsha's biggest fear. Cause F. Lee Bailey figures that he can prove the cops hate manglers. <laughs> and it sucks that Cato's 15 minutes could turn into years. Nipples just got hard. <laughs> Look, it's <laughs> Though the dream team's case is brittle, they can still hope for acquittal. Even though two weeks before the crime, the mangler bought a knife. Now the media's been filthy, and the whole world thinks he's guilty. Guess he should have thought about all that before he dreamed he killed his wife. <laughs> well, you gotta know when to grab him, know when to stab him, know when Nicole is dead, and then go get Ron. You never cut your finger, or the DNA will get you. Did you leave your limo waiting? While the deed was done, all right, here's the good part, everybody. You got to know when to grab them, when to grab them. Know when to stab them, when to stab them. Know when Nicole is dead, and then go get Ron. You never cut your finger, 
For the DNA will get you Did you leave your limo waiting While the deed was done Good morning. Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner's circle. Take C, get a Fish and Cycles prize pack. Fish and Cycles makes premier electric bicycles at a budget-friendly price. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Fish and Cycles banner. Go to FishandCycles.com, see why others have gone fishing. That's F-I-S-S-I-O-N. And here's our man, Doug Rice, back from Las Vegas, I'm sure. A big winner. In many ways, listen to your call on the radio there, Doug, and William Byron takes a checkered flag. Good morning, buddy. Well, thanks for tuning us in. First off, yeah, William Byron uh, put a whipping on him, led uh, the vast majority of the laps, endured a green-white checkered flag finish to hold off his teammates, and picks up his first win of the year. He's in good shape right now. He looks strong. The Hendrick cars were awesome at Las Vegas. Uh, outside of Josh Berry substituting for Chase Elliott, the other three, Kyle Larson, uh, Alex Bowman, and, of course, William Byron, who won the race, were just on top of it all day. Man, them Hendricks cars, they are out of the gate this year, aren't they, buddy? Oh, they, they look pretty stout. And, you know, if they look that good on the mile and a half, and there are a lot of those racetracks, everybody else needs to beware. We'll start getting a feel for this. As we move through the year, if you're a Chevy fan, you got to be really happy. They've won all three races. Uh, we had, of course, uh, Ricky Stenhouse winning at Daytona, Kyle Busch in a Chevrolet winning at Auto Club, and then William Byron just destroying the field out at Las Vegas. Man, that is the truth. That is the truth. They got to play Pinkerton Bowden's song behind slow Fords for the Chevy <laughs> fans here. <laughs> Do that. And, uh, yeah, talk about Chase Elliott. What is the deal with, uh, with Chase? Well, Chase was injured in a snowboarding accident. Oh, yeah. Chase is an excellent skier and snowboarder. Just one of those things where uh, he has a broken leg, a broken tibia, and he's going to be on the sidelines for a while. Nobody has said exactly how long, at least six weeks, I think, according to most sources. And so they've announced some substitute drivers. Josh Berry, who races full-time for Junior Motorsports in the Xfinity Series, came over and raced the car at Las Vegas. First time he's ever been in one of these next-gen cars. I can't imagine what that was like. Friday morning, you find out that you're substituting for NASCAR's most popular drivers. (laughs) Popped him in there. Uh, he'll be back in the car on the ovals, and that's good news for him. That's a high profile. That's as high as profile as you're going to get in this right, game. Right. Substituting for Chase Elliott, and when the Cup Series gets down to Circuit of the America, uh, sports car veteran Jordan Taylor will be in their Chevrolet that weekend. He drives on the IMSA circuit and is a very accomplished road racer course you know obviously chase elliott one of the best road racers in nascar so they've gone out and gotten another really good talent to to go in there and we'll see when chase comes back i i don't think there is any urgency to rush this nascar will most likely grant a waiver like they did the year kyle bush was injured that will let them compete for the title if they meet all the other criteria. I'd back off that six weeks thing. My wife had the exact same injury during a skiing episode. Mm-hmm. She milked it for a good six years. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, okay. every time. 
Yeah, that's a that's a long plan there. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. Well, luckily Chase is not married to you, oh, so that's true. Yeah. And your wife was not worried about piling up points either. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Doug, how does that work with the points? Like with a substitute driver? So it, oh, I thought you go- were talking about points with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> they always reset to zero every day I get yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. You know that's the way it works. You oh, get yeah. these points. You do things. You think. I'm winning, but then the, the, when you go to bed at night, it resets to zero and you have to start all over again. Sometimes you wonder, why am I still out here? Then you remember, oh, the points. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm sensing that you took your wife with you to Vegas. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I got a few points there, but I, I don't think that I get to keep them at all. No, well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, including yeah. your points. <laughs> yeah, they didn't make it on the plane to come back home. No. Um, what it will be is uh, obviously they can't get driver points with Josh Berry or anybody else that's in the car. But if Chase Elliott gets back in the car and wins races and qualifies to run for the championship, then, you know, NASCAR will give him a special dispensation waiver that says, okay, you're, you're back in the good graces of NASCAR and have a chance to compete for the title. And I, and I think that's what will happen. That has not been said for certain, but I can't imagine they wouldn't. Uh, I'm more curious about the timeline, and I'm not going to speculate on that. Okay. I, we'll we'll see what happens. It's, it was a serious injury, and but apparently, you know, the surgery went really well. Anytime that they use the phrase "a three-hour surgery," hmm. uh, that's that's not good. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's it, buddy. All right. Well, going to Phoenix, back out west one more time before we come back to Atlanta at Phoenix Raceway. And uh, who are they? Oh, and I got to brag a little bit. My fantasy racing team, I had Kyle Busch and I had William Byron as well. Thank you very much for the heads up on the Chevrolets and Hendrick Doug. Who are we looking at for Phoenix? Well, you know, the guy that I didn't think we'd be talking about much this year, but right now I believe he is fourth in points has always raced well at Phoenix, and you probably know I'm going to say Kevin Harvick, excuse me, he is third in points in his retiring year. Kevin Harvick's been racing really well. Mm. He was always in the top ten out at Las Vegas. I'm I'm going to look to him to be really good. I thought Joey Logano was going to be good in Las Vegas, and he finished last. So that's the beauty of this, though. There is an unpredictable nature to all of this. So Mm. uh, I, I like Harvick. I think he's... I like the fact that I think he is racing really hard, even though this is his last season. I don't think this guy wants to coast to the end. No. I think he wants to get a couple of W's this year. Looks like it. All right. Good stuff there, Doug. Well, enjoy your weekend. Good luck on the wife points, and we will catch up next week. I I will tell you about the points. By the way, uh, Scott Cooper from Speedway wanted me to let you know that uh, Jake Owens will headline Circle K Speed Street here during Coca-Cola 600 week. That's uh, Saturday night after Cup Qualifies. Oh, so. good concert. All right, Tell Andy, Cooper. Appreciate that. Guys, thanks for having me on, as always. Love Appreciate you, buddy. You, Love you, mean it. All right, Doug. Thank you. Follow Doug on Twitter at RiceMan61. All right, Billy, let's play the current events quiz. What are we dealing with? Dumb pet adoption news. <laughs> All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told Freeline Across America. Take C, you win. We play next. <laughs> Good Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio. 
Check out the video of the day brought to you by Nickel Store in Rock Hill, South Carolina, your turkey hunting headquarters. Eddie is not a morning dog. No. And not real pretty either. (laughs) So check out John Dog at TheBigShow.com when you make your daily visit there. And right now, Pep Squad. Okay. Let's say hey to Shannon from Sevierville, Tennessee. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning. Hey, welcome. All right, buddy. Listen to Bidlin' Wind. Well, a family in Wunan province in China spent two years raising their family dog only to find out the animal was actually a rare species of bear. A woman named Su Yun brought the tiny critter home after buying it while on vacation. Her new puppy had a surprisingly big appetite, she noticed, wolfing down a box of fruit and two buckets of noodles every day. But when it bulked up to 250 pounds, the family knew it wasn't a dog, it was a bear. The animal was picked up by the city's wildlife center who planned to return it to the wild. The woman finally realized what she had was a bear because A, it got way too big to be a dog, B, it started walking around on two legs, or C, it would only use Cottonelle toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) What you got, Shannon? Oh, I think that's a no-brainer. We're going to take C on that one. Pearl took C twice during that. Yeah. Uh, good work, Shannon. Big old fish and cycles prize pack. Head over to Sevierville for you. All right. Thank you, John Boy. Got it, bud. What, hey? Goodbye, greetings are over. <laughs> okay. the song. All right. I wrapped it up. All right. All right, y'all. Bottom of the hour. Top of your news. Yeah, it's happening right now. There's that news. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio for you Thursday, March the 9th. Right then, hey man, you are invited to John Reap's prom. Our actor, comedian buddy, John Reap, who moved back from L.A. to Hickory, take care of his folks there, and lucky us, man, we got him right here in the neighborhood, and, well, he stunk it up at his junior-senior prom, as we found out, but he went alone. They had a thing too. He's got a picture of him in a white tux. Looks but very nice. He did get lucky. <laughs> what happened? That's what he said. I mean, I'm just going by no. his recollection. So uh, he's calling this part two the redo, and he's got it going on April the 15th. Tax day for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on, on a Saturday. Uh, so you can get your tickets at johnreap.com slash prom. It's going to be in Hickory, North Carolina. The Main Cellar City Club, right there in Hickory. So you can be invited to John Reap's Prom Part 2, The Redo, 
April the 15th if you buy a ticket. And he's selling individual tickets so you can be your own wingman or wingwoman if you want to. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> JohnReap.com slash prom. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for our mysterious visitor from the East, the all-seeing, all-knowing, and former wingman to Terry Hansen, Tarmac, the Magnificent. There's a fun gig, by the way. <laughs> Tarmac, I hold in my hands the envelopes. As a child of four can plainly see, these envelopes are hermetically sealed. They've been kept in a mayonnaise jar with Gary Busey's toothbrush since noon yesterday, so... No one knows the contents of these envelopes. But you and your mystical and semi-divine way will ascertain the answers to these questions, having never before seen the questions. Are you ready? Born ready. <laughs> Let's go. Envelope number one. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Who got kicked out of Jellystone Park for stealing cars instead of picnic baskets. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Do envelope number two. Crystal meth. Crystal meth. What's a good stage name for a stripper with no teeth? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Envelope number three. Catmandu. Catmandu. What do you find in the litter box the day after your cat eats a man? Envelope number four. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Name a porn star that won a fiddling contest against the devil down in Georgia. <laughs> 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 Go to envelope number five. Pokemon. Pokemon. Who's the slowest guy on the Jamaican track team? <laughs> I think it's more of a nickname. <laughs> Where are we? Oh, we're at envelope number six. Peter Lupus. Peter Lupus. Where's the worst place to have lupus? Tarmac, I hold in my hands the final envelope. Oh, that's how it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. The Situation Room. The Situation Room. What does John Boy call the men's room at a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> It's Tarmac, the Magnificent! I'm out of here. Yo, morning, rednecks! This is your pompadus of love, Ike Turner. Enjoying the hell out of my retirement. Drinking malt liquor, eating vianis, and when I get to Jonesin for a cracker to go with it, I tune in to John Boy and Billy on the big show. <laughs> FYI. I done lost my appetite for crackers.
Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio, 24-hour alert. You have 24 hours to register for my Wonderful Things giveaway, number 57. The 2014 Gnome Statuette of Kimball Walker from the Charlotte Bobcats. It was brand new in the box, never taken it out, but I didn't realize it was a statuette. And so I pulled it out and was trying to make the head bobble, and I just tore some styrofoam that it was in, but I did not damage the Gnome Statuette. As far as I know, it's the only gnome statuette in our office, really. So, uh, as far as I know, yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a wonderful selling point. If I was selling it, mm-hmm. so I'm just giving it to some I, lucky I, listener, as Phil McCracken said. I, I, I'll get it. Okay. Yay! Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yes. Plus, and I saved the best for last. All right. Last week it was a, a NASCAR most popular driver gone past making a pick in the garage here. If you saw that, you know what I'm talking about. Well, we're using. Fingers again this week, an improperly stored, unauthorized version of a photo used to promote the inaugural running of the Winston All-Star Race. They called it the championship race, the very first one in 1985. So all the winners from 84 are in this picture. Terry Labonte, Harry Gann, Bobby Allison, Daryl Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt, Cale Yarborough, Benny Parsons, Jeff Bodine. They are the ones predicting they will finish number one. Mm. When you see the picture, you'll know what I'm saying. Refraining from that sign is the king, Richard Petty. He's pretty smart. He said, oh, no, some idiot probably giving this picture away 20, <laughs> 30 years from now, something like that. Uh, yeah, and Ricky Rudd, Bill Elliott, and Tim Richmond are on the front row uh, sitting down. They are not doing this well. I'll see the pictures, but it's just flaking a little bit. That's the improperly stored aspect of this wonderful photograph that can be yours in 24 hours go to the big this is why you're not on the home shopping network <laughs> good morning got the big show on the radio we getting ready to play wordy word somebody will win a bull snot prize pack that's 120 dollars worth of bull snot cleaning products made in the usa Truck drivers keep America moving in bull snot. Make sure they look good doing it. Look for bull snot at truck stops across America or brownox.com. So always click that banner when you go to thebigshow.com. Get all your info. Hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. But right now, it's time for Tatertainment News, and here she is, Marcy Tater Moran. Boy, this is going to be great. Oh, I'll hit you later. (laughs) Hey, there is some sad news to report. You probably heard this, but I will mention it. Gary Rossington, the last surviving original member of Leonard Skinner, died on Sunday at the age of 71. Um, And you also may recall that he was one of the 20 survivors in the crash that took the lives of Van Zandt, Uh, Steve Gaines, and Gaines' sister. However, uh, Gary was severely injured. He had uh, broke both his arms, legs, wrists, ankles, plus his pelvis. Mm. So he had a long road of recovery after that accident. Uh, Leonard Skinner uh, posted on Facebook, Gary is now with his Skinner brothers and family in heaven and playing it pretty like he always does. So that- yeah, I was uh, thinking about that when we going through some of my pictures and saw Ronnie Van Zandt out in Randy's car when our studios were uptown Charlotte. Yeah, when yeah they had a new single out. They, they, remastered, they yeah. remastered a single with Johnny Van Zandt that he sang along with, yeah. and he wanted to, for the first time ever, we played it on the radio. He brought it to us and went out and wanted to wanted hear, to hear it, it on the radio because cool. things sound different. Yeah. You know? yeah, you had the big speakers in there, but he didn't oh, want to hear it in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's something. So, Gary, my last survivor. All right, buddy. Also, Tom Sizemore, two weeks after suffering his brain aneurysm, uh, he passed away um, last Friday. He uh, 
passed away peacefully, his family said, in his sleep. And so um, Tom had struggled a long time with drug addiction um, from the time that he was 15, but this was ultimately a, a, a aneurysm from a stroke that he had. Yeah. So Tom Sizemore. All right, Prince Harry and Meghan in the news. Oh, what are they whining about now? It's so tough on them. King Charles told Prince Harry that he is no longer welcome home. Whoa. What do you mean by that? Well, he's been evicted from his Frogmore cottage on the royal estate in Windsor, England. So apparently they had their cottage still there. That's where they would, when they Mm. came back to London, they would go and hide out there at the cottage. Well, now they've taken the cottage away because he needs to have his brother, Prince Andrew, stay in it. So they're like, well, since so, you're in America. So does this mean he's not invited to the, the king swearing-in ceremony? He was invited. The palace did invite him uh-huh. and Meghan to attend the coronation for when he becomes uh-huh. king on May 6th. And isn't it the uh, the birthday of his it Archie? It is. It is. It's the same day as his kid's birthday. So they might be covered up. Yeah. You know, they've got uh, <laughs> they've got baby shark and yeah. things already planned for they, that they day. they got a, a bounce castle yeah. book. So bounce castle. You can't get out of that. I mean, but it's you know, the big Biggest bounce castle. It's as big as a real yeah. castle. I imagine. Yeah. You know, inflatable guillotine. Yeah. Yeah. The deposit's already down. <laughs> Pinata shaped like mm. King Charles. Uh, <laughs> Rumors are that the that uh, King Charles uh, evicted them because of the book. It was his like his revenge for the yeah. spare book that was put out, but. They're saying they need the real estate. We can't have someone embarrassing the royal family, <laughs> no. said King Charles. <laughs> and stay on the property. <laughs> uh, TMZ reports that retired NFL quarterback Tom Brady is mm. considering a comedy roast. He's prepared to take the hot seat and be the butt of all the jokes. That'd be good. Netflix and Brady are in negotiations for the greatest roast of all time. And you know everybody's... Better than Mr. Peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been seeing that stupid yes. first? <laughs> No, it's okay. Uh, uh, (laughs) Folks have been worried if he will be able to survive without his NFL paycheck. And uh, his golden parachute is pretty nice. A $350 million broadcasting deal with Fox Sports. I mean, sure, he'll have to tighten his belt a little bit. I mean, you know, gone are his trip to Starbucks. But, you know, I think he'll be able to make it You know what would be the funniest thing to do at the roast is they would just have Giselle walk out carrying a, a bottle of whiskey by the neck and go, Okay. <laughs> Here's the real story. Um, and last story I have is about old Honey Boo Boo, who's yeah. only 17 years old. She uh-huh. was uh, uh, in a police chase last week. Yes. Ooh. According to TMZ, cops tried to stop her 21-year-old boyfriend, Draylen Carswell, after running his tags and finding out that the owner of the vehicle had outstanding warrants. So her boyfriend was then led police on a three-mile chase that reportedly ended in a pit maneuver, spinning the car out. So I guess they threw the spikes and he hmm. and he spun out, or they I don't no, know. A pit maneuver is pit, when they, they, they hit they, him. Yeah, they're from the oh. rear quarter panel. Okay, I thought uh-huh. it was when they pull in, they change the tires. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her boyfriend was arrested and charged with DUI, mm. and Honey that? Boo Boo, uh, Elena Thompson, mm. wasn't taken into custody and was later picked up by her sister Pumpkin. I think nobody wanted to interview her. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, they went to Castle. That's a wrap. Good deal. Thank you very much, Nathan. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. Come on. Why we're hot. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told free line. We'll get a couple contestants and play next.
Good Thursday morning. Big Show's on the radio. Video of the day. See Eddie. He is not a morning dog. Check it out when you go to thebigshow.com. And right now, let's do it. How well everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird. Let's meet the contestants. We got John from Smith's, Alabama. Good morning, John. Good morning, y'all. How y'all fair? We all good, buddy. Welcome in here. Yeah, let's see. Oh, we got Karen from Ellenwood, Kansas. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, y'all. Kansas versus Alabama. This could be a good matchup in the college basketball playoffs. Both of y'all have wonderful teams going in there. Alabama, man, that's the best y'all been in a while, ain't it, John? Long, long time, man. When you hear Alabama, you always think about football. I know that. And what about Karen? You're used to Kansas being right on top, ain't you, baby? Well, we, our team, generally do pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, good, y'all. Nice talking. Well, let's uh, <laughs> now let's square off and try to beat each other. Yeah. Okay. Karen, you're on Team Tater and Randy. John on the John Boy and Billy side. So me and John will go for the first 30 seconds. All right. You ready, John? Let's try it. Let's do it then. Start the clock now. When a hotel has a room, the sign says this. They can see. Yeah, uh huh. All right. They used to say this bird would bring the little babies to you. Robin? No, a big long legged oh, bird. Oh, pel- pelican, pelican. No, oh, close, no. close. Um, stork, stork. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Rhymes with it. Barbecue meat is this. Pork. Yeah, rhymes with it. Not a spoon, but a. Pork. Yeah. All right, not rhyming. This is how you add numbers in your hand with one of these. Bam! Good work there, John. Put a five on the board. All right. And now, Karen and Tater for their round one. Karen, are you ready? Yeah. And go. All right. Uh, the opposite of margarine. Butter. Uh-huh. Uh, you, uh, this is a small stream of water. Like, might run behind your house. Creek. Uh, you, uh, the Blank and Dragons. Very popular game. Um, Dungeon. Yes. It, not the entrance, but the... Exit. You, uh, the opposite of slow. Fast. You, uh, put this in your car. Fuel. Uh, another name for it. Sure. Yeah. Yep. It, you do this with your horn. You do what? Honk. You. Oh, wow. Man. Well, look at y'all girls She's putting some good. numbers up there. Uh, seven on the board. Wow. Yes, sir. Ooh, Taking... This might be the day that I get my butt beat. <laughs> what a girl. Right at the end of the game. All right, Karen takes the lead by two. All right, John, you're up with Billy. Are you ready? Let's do it, boss. And go. The sharp thing on the end of a syringe is the what? Needle. Bam. There you go. Another name for bugs. A scientific name for bugs. Members Insect. of. Yep, there you go. This is a plane that goes really fast because it has special Jet. engines. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Abraham Lincoln was born in a blank cabin. Log cabin. There you go. Uh, Neil Armstrong was the first man to land on the what? The moon. There you go. You shave this part of your face. It's below the chin. You shave your chin. Hey. Okay. Uh, Okay. Put a five on a five. A total of ten for John. So Karen and Randy. Wow. Buzz right there for you. Three to tie. Four to win. Karen, are you ready? (laughs) Yes. And go. Okay, so this is the part of your body under your head. Neck. Yep. Neck. Uh, This is what you row a boat with. An oar. All right. 
Um, uh, you might see these on the back of people's cars, a little sticker that says, I'm a blank parent of an A student. Proud. Yeah. yeah. Tied up. Uh, not the king, but the woman. Oh. The queen. That's right. Yeah, that's the win right there. Got what you needed. That phone. Karen right. is good. I'm going to my car. Bye. <laughs> See ya. All right, John, come up a little short, buddy, but you can try again anytime. All right. That's good. Um, congratulations, Karen. Good game. Uh, John, Thank sweet, you. ain't he? All right, John. You have a good day down there in Alabama. Good luck in the tournament, buddy. And Karen, you got the big old prize pack. Head to Ellenwood for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, John. Good morning. Got the big show on the radio. Got the classic bit request right here. Today, Ben Valentine gets his. Ben, out of Columbus, Georgia, said you still had the bit about the emu in Alabama. <laughs> classic <laughs> bit right there. We sure do, Ben. That's so long ago, I didn't even know how to pronounce emu. How about that? <laughs> All right, it's coming up next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic beer request this morning from Ben Valentine down in Columbus, Georgia. Here we go, Ben. Well, a six-foot-tall, 150-pound emu. Emu. Mm. Is that that comedian with a bowl haircut? No, that's emo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's about 150 pounds. Yeah. Well, anyway, 150-pound emu fed hell over heels in love. He fed hell over heels. <laughs> wow. It's more serious than we thought. <laughs> he fell head over heels oh. in love with the Alabama man and stalked him for days. He was turned loose Thursday on a farm populated by her own species. Mm. Emu got a little problem. Diane Roberts, mm. director of the Mobile Alabama Animal Rescue Foundation, said it was mating season and she took a fond liking to him. He had to ward her off with a boat paddle. She was absolutely intent. This was her bite. And he kept saying, Lay! <laughs> the giant bird showed up at the home of Ed and Ann Stewarty last month, drinking from a bird bath and eating berries in their yard. How you doing? <laughs> they fed it dog food. Hey, that's how we met John Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, last week, the emu began following Ed around. Hey, Ed! <laughs> <laughs> then it became aggressive, chasing their cats. Get away from him! <laughs> I saw him first! <laughs> so, Ed tried to frighten a bird away by shooting his gun into the air, and the emu just stood there looking at him forlornly. <laughs> I know how alone you are, Ed. I've cried! Because of how alone you are. You're never going to be alone again. There's an Alabama emu. Yeah. <laughs> By Monday, the emu was making noises deep in its throat. Ooh, I'm so drunk. <laughs> uh, it was a mating call that mm. Ed failed to recognize as a bird approached him. Mm. Mm. You're a pretty little thing, you know. <laughs> I kind of want to put my arm around you. <laughs> so, Ed is shorter than the bird, uh -oh. so he had to hold it off with a boat paddle. Hey. <laughs> 
Uh, so Monday and Tuesday night, the Stewarties cowered inside their home. <laughs> oh, man. And Stewarty called the sheriff to beg for help, but was told deputies didn't have the equipment to catch the emu. We well, ain't got no <laughs> emu, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. So they were cowered in the house, Emu. Candy Graham. <laughs> Plumber. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, the rescue team came, and uh, they finally uh, persuaded the bird to get into a horse trailer mm. so it could be taken to a farm. So, uh, to get over her mm. broken heart. How would you like to be Ed? Oh, boy. Yeah. Ed, going to work today. Hey, lover boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> How's it going there, Dr. Doolittle? Uh, really? Just give me a Romeo. Get a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And what are the chances that they're listening to the big show right yeah. now? Let's oh, get on there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. Well, uh, Ed, if, if you ever want to talk to some somebody about it. We're, we're here for you. Oh, and here's a, here's a good quote from the uh, director of the Animal Rescue Foundation. She uh -huh. says, and I quote, Hopefully she'll meet another feller and forget all about Mr. Stewarty. After all, he is a married man. He's <laughs> <laughs> going, thanks a lot. <laughs> It is the big show on the radio for a few more minutes for this Thursday, March the 9th. All right then. Missed any of the big show? We can take care of that with the John Boy and Billy's Late Risers podcast. Just want to remind you, you got friends and family anywhere around the world. In the military, we hear a lot from our military who get a taste of home with the big show every weekday. It'll be up before high noon Eastern time here in America. And uh, set up at thebigshow.com and, of course, wherever you get your podcast. You can get it right there. Good. Appreciate y'all listening. Glad it's working out. We have a lot of truck drivers. Yeah. We'll let Randy know if it ain't up before high noon today. Y'all doing a good job out and, there. And most of them are pretty nice about it. <laughs> nice. All right, y'all. I hope you make your daily visit to thebigshow.com every day. Anyway, got a good video today. Eddie is not a morning dog, so he'll be all right at high noon, too. All right, Billy. Let's get it, buddy. Bitbox is here. All your favorites from four decades of the big show. 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Shop the Bitbox online right now at thebigshow.com. Big Show Warehouse is chock full of JBB goodies, t shirts, and hats, and I don't know what all. And you can order some right now at 800 471 Stuff. Online services by Animink.com. Bye, y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Hey, man, we'll be celebrating Friday all morning long on the morrow. We love you and we mean it. Oh, blow it out your heart. Save it now, ain't you? Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.